You are listening to the Fun Uncle Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Fun Uncle Podcast. We've got a very special one for you today. I'm your Fun Uncle Dude, joined today by your Fun Uncle Brandon. What one? What one? Your Fun Uncle Mike. Hey, yo. Your Fun Uncle Kevin. Hey, 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 hey. And a very special guest watching over us today. Got your Fun Uncle Cooney. What was this thing, man? That, that's, the, that's the thing I want to get actually tattooed. Everybody's doing Brian tattoos. Me and Liz are talking about, how can we do that thing? Well, boom, 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 boom. Oh, how, he how, had a bunch of them, though. Yeah, that was the one. That was the last one. Yeah, that was the last that one. Was, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, You're right. And, he was, and he, like, it was struggling at first. Remember, he's like, I can't do it. <laughs> and he's like, and he finally did it, and you're like, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think, like. How 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 can you memorialize that in a I tattoo? mean, it's very easy. You just got to think about it and do it. <laughs> Nothing but error and opportunity. Dude, yeah, when he, so when, when he finally When he finally nailed it. We are in the desert. When he, uh, when he finally nailed it, Brandon was like a proud dad watching his kid get his first hit. Because like, it, it was so, so good. goofy at first, bro. I was like, what are you doing? And then all of a sudden, it, like, it made some sense. Sort of becomes your staple, you know? My man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, today we're we're at the uh, the Cooney Castle, the world famous, indubitably. Um, watching uh, the Bills currently lose to the New York Giants six nothing at half. Six ain't shit, man. Hey, six ain't shit. Hey, check it out. We have done zero on offense. We got zero points. So there's that. But Josh Allen's gonna come correct second half, or or we're gonna lose. I mean, we'll see. That's simple. But um. Yeah, we kind of just wanted to get together and, you know, not only watch football with the family, but kind of um, sit and do some reminiscing, maybe tell some really funny or awesome uh, Brian stories. There's plenty of them. The most. Yeah. And, you know, I I only knew Brian for a a few years, but um, love him. Like a brother, and he made uh, you know in a very short amount of time a a, a huge impact on my life uh, in the most positive way. I fucking love him, um, but you guys have done time with him like for fucking decades, literally. Uh, for for Brandon and, and and Mike, do you guys recall like meeting him? No, you know what's so funny about that, man? I was thinking about, like, when's the first time? Because they had this beautiful board up, 
with your boy, and they had all these different levels, you know, all these different pictures of different age ranges of Brian. And I'm trying to think, and I, I, the the one that I saw with the pineapple haircut, the little part in the oh, middle, yeah. you know what I mean, that whole thing. I remember seeing that and being like, I think that's the Brian that I met. So I'm thinking of like some elementary school little level thing and. I don't really have, like, a school memory of him where the first time I met, but I remember knowing who he was before I moved to his parents' neighborhood in uh, Chaparral Hills. This was the neighborhood's uh, name. Chaparral Hills. Chaparral Hills. Before I actually knew... Well, here. No, that's backwards. I knew who he was, and then I moved into his neighborhood. And I remember, like, my first big memory, I, I've said it a bunch of times, was watching his dad... And his brother, who's on the mic with us, with they were, they do routes. You guys would do routes in the front yard, and you guys would have your little your socks all picked up, pull up socks, and they would do these little routes. And their dad would be out there throwing them little footballs and doing the thing. And that was my first time being like really uh, intimate with the family. I always knew who Brian was. This family's always had like a. Uh, a prestige around them you know what i mean whether in public or in the neighborhood like it just they've always had something going on so i i know brian before that but when i moved into that neighborhood and saw him and his brother and his dad doing their thing that's like the first memory i have of brian that was b b did that knocking shit over all right so (laughs) i can elaborate it was a game we played it was called interception my dad was the quarterback I'm bigger, I'm faster, I'm stronger. So I would impose my will on B like I did because I'm bigger, faster, stronger. My dad would then in turn throw B an easy pick. Now I'm Ding him up. Dick. That's how I got good. I was B was in my fucking hip pocket everywhere I went. What the But I made elaborate and elite catches. <laughs> and that's why I was a good receiver, being honest. That game was called Interception. We played it for hours on end. Hours. You guys saw like snippets. I'd watch we you did guys that bro. shit for hours. No, I might say three or four at a time. Maybe I'm the reason that Pop's got a hip and a knee in the back because <laughs> he was there for me. He was always my coach, man. He's guiding me, showing me the yeah. right way, and I'm doing the same thing for my kids that I'm training right now. That's awesome. I don't know if there was a first memory of when I met Brian. I felt like. You know, there's a few guys I know in my life now that I called it even when I first met him, where it was like, I just know that I'm going to be with these guys for life. And Brian was one of those people that the minute I met him, we became best friends. We were brothers. And it's just one of those things where you meet somebody, you don't know why you click or what you you click about. But it was just like, I think we had a few classes together. And it was like, we just immediately gravitated in each other's directions. We had a lot of similar interests. Obviously, same age, same grade. And then, you know, Brian was always down to kick it. I was always down to kick it. And we just sort of hung out every single day from, like, ninth grade. <laughs> and it's funny because, like, a lot of people known him since, like, elementary. I met Brian in, like, ninth grade. I didn't know him in middle school. But immediately, it was like, like you said, dude, like, you know, you know somebody for a short amount of time, you're like brothers. And it was the same with Brandon and Kevin, too. Yeah, but you lived with them, though. Well, that was years later. But, yeah, I mean, when we first and met me. Kev, you know, it was like, I don't know, man. We just, like, it was we just didn't stop kicking it, it. Like, every day. It was just so easy. It didn't feel forced. We would go to Brian's house all the time. That's how you know it's true. If yeah. you meet somebody and they click like you've known them forever. Yep. And if you could drop off for a week, no two effort. weeks, four months, two years, yes. seven years, yep. and you yeah. pick off like it's like nothing. 
that's when you know it's true and it's exactly. real. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. And with Brian, it was like that, you know. And I just saw how many people that guy touched in his life. I never met somebody like Brian, like just such a unique individual who made everybody feel I mean, the same I mean, I did. I'm, I'm sitting right here. So yeah. Well, yeah. that. <laughs> but like the ability to sort of like you, well it's family based right? <laughs> but I'm being honest it but is I'm true, fucking Kev. with you bro no but it's true like the whole family sort of was the same thing for me like it was like a, a yeah. sense of I mean home, you set you them know? up but it's like bowling pins I'm gonna yep. knock them down yep there we go but that was one of those I don't know when I first met him dude it was just like it was ninth grade obviously but you know those memories they just sort of all bleed into each other a lot of the stuff at that time was just everyday kicking it you know but it's instant though right? instant it like, is instant it's like you know, if you, when you know, you know when you say Oh, that. for sure. But we had so many experiences, like yeah. 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th grade. We would sneak into movie theaters. You know what I mean? We would, like, go to convenience stores, and somebody would be the lookout, and somebody else would grab a pack of cigarettes or something. Like, there were so many memories where we just sort of, like, did everything together. You know? It's one of those things. For sure. Little kids. Brandon, like, mo- um, moving away for, for a good while and coming back, like, how... Like, how easy was that transi- uh, transition back, like, you know, back with the boys? Easy peasy, man, because it's similar to what Kevin said. Like, if it's got this, like, kind of genuine foundation, then no matter whether it's a year, two years, or seven years, if there's some in-between time, it doesn't really matter because you have, like, this, without getting hokey, like, a spiritual connection. You know what I mean? Like, there's a piece of time uh, at maybe third to fifth grade. You know what I mean? Elementary, where I knew he who he was, and we played around in the same kind of circles of things, but I didn't really get, like, intimate with the family until I moved into that neighborhood, and then it got really close, and then uh, we made some some adult bad decisions, you know what I mean? We, we, we made the decision to go down the same kind of, like, darkened patterns <laughs> and uh, made the same bad decisions for a piece of time and then our, in our adult life. And then when we tried to get better from that, we separated, obviously, because you got to separate from, you know, whatever you're doing at that time when you're making bad decisions. And oddly enough, we both went to California for a piece of time. He went to San Diego. I went to Los Angeles. And it was wrestling. That's why we always caught wrestling so such a big deal in our relationship was that was one of the founding conversations that really got us like involved because we've talked about it a bunch man we're like when you really when you're somebody who lived like us and and made all those kind of like really bad decisions in your 20s and wasted a lot of time and did a lot of things that weren't really progressive to who you were who you should be we didn't we didn't know what to do once you got better like, once you got a little bit better and a little bit more disciplined about what, how you were going to spend your day, you got to f- kind of fill the time. And we both kind of remembered, well, we really liked pro wrestling when we were kids. You know what I mean? Like, like well, the little things. Well, yeah. it, here, you really do, like, uh, when you stop doing drugs and you stop doing horrible things that you do, you go, well, what the fuck did I do before this? Who am I? Who was I before this? And we both kind of gravitated towards, well, we really liked wrestling. <laughs> We really liked wrestling, and we uh, we jumped back in. We jumped back into wrestling, and with dude's help, obviously the encyclopedia of all wrestling, it was such a nice little corner space for us to kind of huddle up together, regroup as adults, and get into some more innocent ideals in, instead of the dark things that we were kind of into before. So it was really cool getting into wrestling again together. Um, 
like I said, we, we, I knew who he was when we were in elementary school. We were pretty close during some middle school, some high school time. Uh, we did some separation during our adult time after high school. But then the second chunk, when he started taking trips out and watching pro wrestling shows with us, we went to that world-famous P- – I'm wearing this shirt right now. The PWG shirt, uh, the shows that we went to. Um, it really brought us together in a really, really, really fun way. It is exciting because it, it, you're diving back into kids' stuff. You know what I mean? Like, wh- wh- what did we do when we were kids? How were we friends? Well, well we skateboarded. We did, you know what I mean? And, and being on the, the wrestling tip was a big part of that. And you saw how that expanded in his life. We were just talking earlier about how... Uh, you know, he went to the FSW, and he went to that school, and he's sitting around with Disco Inferno, and he's doing his time learning how to be a referee, and he got into with the promoters, that little family, the FSW guys who put all those shows together. Um, if you knew Brian, you knew that you couldn't know him at a surface level. It was always at a deep, really fun, intimate level, and he got those relationships the way he would with everybody, cracked off with those promoters and gave us a nice little... Stepping stone. When I moved back into Las Vegas, for him to have all those kind of relationships set up was real fun for us to kind of rebuild our relationship around wrestling and all the cool things that he put together out here for himself with FSW. That was a, a beautiful speech, but the one you made at is <laughs> was oh, it was on the same level. Like I was feeling the same at the same time, if you know what I mean. Yeah, as we're all here for that, that was special. Those words, you're helping me and my family heal, so thank you for that, for real. Oh, man. I could talk about Brian. All oh, my poor wife has to, you know what I mean? No, I, not I don't think. I, no, fucking, no, no, you know what's she's funny? She's your rock, there, there was never a bigger fan. I, I always try to put it in a sentence, and I haven't put together the best sentence for it, but if I can take another stab at it is, Brian was what your wife would dream of her husband's best friend to be. Does uh, that make sense? Does yeah, that line come that. together? No, I, I you know what I mean. Sometimes like I say it too. <laughs> sometimes I say it too fast, or sometimes the the, the thinking isn't what it actually no, that is. Was but perfectly said and stated in the right yeah. context, <laughs> bro. There's no no wife ever. Brian ever walked into a house, and whoever's home it was, the wife never walked away and was like, "Who was that?" In yeah, a bad way. It was always like. That's my favorite. Your friend, that guy sucks, that guy sucks, that guy sucks. He didn't say hi. He didn't talk to the kids. He didn't wipe his feet. Whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Brian didn't have any of those attributes. It was always a beautiful, Brian's the best. He did this. He hung out with the kids. He understood our vision for our home and stayed respectful to that, which is a big deal if you're a young family kind of putting together what your family's going to be. It's just, I don't know, man. The best. Bro. The best. When when I come over now, like, I'll walk through the door and it's like, oh, hey, dude. When Brian came over, it was like, Brian's Brian! here. Yeah, man. <laughs> excitement. Well, that nah, was the thing dude. about him where he just had that thing, you know? And it's true because even Ray says the same thing to my wife. And it's like, Uncle Brian, to, you know, to my son. And he just had a personable way and, and non-pretentious way of, like, holding himself. And if there was ever something going on, he would just flow right into that. There was a couple times where we had some stuff going on and Brian was there and he just sort of rolled with the punches. And 
that was just the nature of that guy, man. And it was like that when we were young, too, in high school and everything after. But you touched on going our separate ways after high school. It's like there was a few people that I knew in high school that I knew that I always know for the rest of my life. Even if you do decide to pull back and focus on whatever it is you have going on or focusing on your dreams and, you know, you know you're going to circle back around for your core. But sometimes it's like that in life, you know, where you take a few years and you focus on your own thing. I never questioned whether, you know, Brian would be there in the future. It's always just automatically guaranteed we're still going to be brothers. It's the same with you, Brandon and Kev. You know, it's like you know a certain amount of people in your life, and I think, like, that circle is not always vast. But the ones that you make stay in your life are so important, and you get a handful of those. Brian fit that mold, you know. But it was weird knowing the guy for two months was like knowing him for 24 years. It's the same thing. He opened up his heart like not a lot of people do. A comfort level. Yeah. And I would see him do that, you know, like we spoke the other night where it's like Brian would do that with somebody he met 12 hours or like, you know, 24 years. And I think it's so special and rare. You know, that's why you like remember somebody and all of those things with them because there's such a uniqueness to the guy, you know. That was one of the most special things I think about having his celebration was I had this kind of like selfish idea. I was like, well, me and Brian were like on some other shit. We talked every day. We talked intimately. We talked deeply. We talked very high and wide about a range of different things. Me and Brian were besties. And then there's this laundry list of people who came up and gave the same testimony about his attention to their things you know what I mean? And yeah. I was like, oh, shit. It wasn't just me. Brian was this caliber human in his relationships across the board with everybody that he came yeah, around with. True. Like, man. and yeah, You feel like you're rare with your relationship. That's my best friend. And there's like nine other people that say the same thing. You well, know? it's so funny because it seems like something that would be kind of like that would make you kind of sad where you're like, oh, I wasn't the guy. But it was kind of beautiful to be like, I love that I wasn't the guy that he... He was like this universally with everybody he ran around with, which yeah. is, that's pretty high end, man. That was, I got to tell you, man. I mean, that's just a tribute to who he was and yeah. how he affected 100%. people. Because he gave you his full attention. He gave you that smile and was like, man, he's he's good. Look- I'm good looking, but he's better looking at me. <laughs> My man, on the drive home, I was like, Liz, I got to tell you, dude, if fucking half the people on earth come in the room and talk a quarter of the way that they did about Brian's presence, his attention Man, to detail like when it a, comes to relational it things. It was elite like, level. Elite uh, level. Elite level. That's what I tried. World you know class. What? My, th- I, I did my little thing up front, and I didn't uh, – It was I wrote it really quick, and I said it really quick, and I reread nah, it were. recently trying to like kind of dive into the, the emotion of it. And I was – I really felt like uh, I'm just it rained true. Where it was like, it. yo, man, that – there was an elite level of living on his part that is Definitely. a part of the most highest aspects of life. The friendship, the that that thing, he was an elite level performer at being a friend, at being there, at being at participating in your life and bringing you up. Yeah. Diving down and rising up. It's like, man, there wasn't a lot of dudes who can participate at life at that level and bring yeah. you up like man and just, is there a better attribute is there a better thing I mean, to that's be the best what else can you do that's better than that no, i'm a titan no, of industry no. i make a shit ton of money no, cool no nope. oh i'm really slick with the girls i nope. get cool nope. that's cool 
But what Brian did was on some other shit, dude, like a really high-end bringer upper. He dived down man, into where bring, you were. If that's and not a word, it should up. be. Man, yeah. the best. The best. I hate not being able to hit him up. I know. <laughs> it, hey, but it, feel, it does. Like, and I agree <sighs> with you. Like, it feels so different, you know? And I don't know if that's just still, like, us going through it because it's recent. But it just, you know, you feel like such a void in your life without this one guy that you know is, like, he's every time I talk to Brian, even if we were talking about, and most of the time, let's be honest, we were talking about nothing. It's text yeah. messages. <laughs> That's Seinfeld episodes, That's the bro. Good part of well, it, I'm though. almost 40 years old, and we're talking about, like, music and fun stuff but this is the stuff that's like makes you cherish life Uh, the hard stuff the work all that stuff i've got all that solidified in my life but you focus too much on that you don't focus on what's like day to day and that's like enjoying people and the connections you have with people and there's nobody more important in my life than brian and a few others you know not even close but it's like god like just talking to him i'd be like you just would automatically have a better day you know for sure. And oftentimes I'd wake up to these text messages. So it's like, cool, like 7.30 in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning when I'm waking up, like from the night before, it's just fun. It just sort of gives you a light, airy feeling, you know? It was something that like I'll always cherish, you know? And it does kind of suck looking over at the phone and those text messages Ugh, coming in, you know? Yeah, dude. You know what's funny and what I think is uh, should be said is that sometimes where some sort of tragic thing like this happens – where people come out of the woodwork and talk a certain way about somebody post event. I get, but me and Liz were just talking, my wife, we were just talking about that. I was like, you know what? We talked this way about Brian before any of this even happened. So there's yeah. an authenticity where it's like me and me in here, Brian's walking around doing his thing. He's still on this earth with us. And me and Mike would text on the side of our thread together and be like, Brian's better than all of us. You know what I mean? And like say yeah. these Often, things. I'll, actually, and that's way not even, before. That wasn't a rare thing. And I always said like from me being a fan of this podcast, Brian was my favorite person on there. Because otherwise it turns into a normal conversation of like everybody's got this like like regular opinion of something. And Brian would bring the fun element of it. You know? Yeah. The, the, and he would take the conversation The in ultimate direction. fun uncle. Very yeah. much so. Yeah. Ultimate fun uncle. The definition of a fun uncle. But it was the uniqueness of that voice that sort of made it from a normal, regular, old, boring conversation to something that's like, I'll give you an example. Me and Bray were at Target today, and I just, we happened to walk down one aisle, and I saw this guy with his arms folded, and you could tell he had known this lady, and they were talking about like, he's like well, you know, yeah, I just created a business, and you know, it was so surface level. And that's what most conversations are. But when you throw somebody like Brian into it, it's like, man, that is like the character of it. And that's what makes something like uniquely different. And I feel like he had that in every element of his life. It wasn't just this podcast. It was like ever since I've known him, something stands out so uniquely different about that guy where you're like, just something different about that dude. You don't meet that very often, you know? Yeah, like recently he was uh, um. Like, his fantasy baseball team was, like, fighting for, like, a playoff spot. And he'd always hit me up for, like, advice, you know. But, like, you know, Brian being Brian, he'd do it at, like, 3 in the fucking morning. <laughs> and you wake up to 52 texts. I think he'd, yeah. be like, he'd be like, oh, like, I really needed your, your help with that. But, like, cool. Then don't fucking text me at 3 in the morning. <laughs> but, so, that like, was his yeah. waking hours. So he, so he was, yeah, he was so, a night out to If I've ever... At a night owl, he Brian was a was night owl. But he 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 dialed it back where like he w- he you know he would text me between like 
eight and like 11, which is perfectly fine. Like I'll respond to that, you know? So like that was cool because, you know, because it would be like fantasy baseball stuff and then like just other interests like, oh, did you see this wrestler sign with this company? Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, cool. You know, like, hey, uh, I'm I'm getting tired. I'm I'm a... Had to bed. All right, good night. All right, love you, brother. Love you. You know what's crazy? I was just about to say that. One of the only people that I'd be like, I love you, would be like Brian. And we'd be talking, and it's like 10 o'clock, which is like an hour past my bedtime. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like a senior citizen, but a 30-year-old person. <laughs> but I go to bed super early, so I'd be like, man, I'm getting tired. And we'd be having a regular old conversation. But I'd be like, love you, man. You know? And it was always like, love you, brother. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. And then I'd wake up, and there'd still be 20 text messages. You know <laughs> what I mean? But that was like... Brian was the reason I put my phone on silent at night. <laughs> you know, like you have to. Otherwise, like Ray would be like, "Why That's is your so phone real?" Because it's like ding, ding. Yeah. She's thinking ding, it's and then you put it down. Then you put like ding, ding, ding. Which and I you're... swear to God, it'd be fucking seventeen messages yeah, before you could even put yeah. one out. And that's B though. That's like, like yeah. you know, like um. He's a special individual. But we know? would be like, yo, I'm going to bed. And then he'd be like, yo, but have you heard of ding, this ding, one? Ding, 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 It was just fun. It was like whatever popped into his head. And whenever I popped into my head. And one night, um, you guys, Brandon, you're on the text thread. Come on, Josh. I didn't want to go to Come sleep. Come on, Josh. I wasn't tired. So we talked to like 4 o'clock in the morning. And Mondo and Brandon wake up. And there's like literally 157 text messages of us going back and forth. Just random, whatever nope, popped yeah. in our heads. Hey, Those were the fun hey, conversations. Hey, hey. The Mike and Brian back and forth was a lot of fun. We always had good times, but it was fun because it was like, you know, there's something about being so close with someone that you don't mind giving them, like, your real opinion. So me and Brian oftentimes disagreed on a lot of stuff on the current affairs and whatever, you know? Mm. It's funny because politically we lined up, but I felt like so he would make me feel like, you know, he'd be like, you're a sheep. I'm like, bro, we're saying the same thing right now. But like, that's just the thing about when you have a brother, like you, you can disagree, but you know, the heart of somebody, yeah. you know, and it was like that sort of a thing. Uh, you set the, a decent landscape to make sure that things were available to be talked about. You know what I mean? Like he, he approached it at such a place where you wouldn't get that like shitty you could talk about it. And you said, you know, it's so funny, man. I never listened to the podcast that much, but I did a bunch the last couple of weeks, obviously. So I want to hear my buddy talk again. Same. And he, Same. Uh, it's funny, man. It was funny hearing him. He would come out with a big Brian, here's my position. And then me or dude would say two things. He'd be like, okay, you just totally changed my mind about yeah. that. <laughs> and it wasn't like a weekend like space where he's like a sheepish kind of like blah, blah, blah. It was like a really humble spot where it was like, no, okay, those <laughs> yeah. are things I didn't think of. Yeah, he'd be like, and, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. And I'm fine no, yeah, with that. Exactly. And that makes sense. It was sense. like an it's honest like, sort of like I'm you just, bring up a valid point. Yeah, yeah. I, I just say well, we, we, we talk about just his, uh, his intensity of friendship, the style of relationship that he put upon people is at such a high level and such a beautiful, like literally heavenly divine level. And then you talk about, you know, what I just mentioned about his humbleness, about a perspective. It's like, I don't know, man, the more I think about it and I, I'm in a weird space where like, I love to think about it, but at the same time I fucking hate it. And it really bums me out in a weird way. But overall it's a net positive where I think of, um, these are ways to be better. You know what I mean? These yeah. are ways. Make, make my landscape 
easier and a bit more a bit more open to making things flourish the way Brian was. Yeah. We're joined now by Brian's sister Julie. Woo woo! The Hello. best. Oh, I thought you were gonna do a thingy like Brian. <laughs> bum 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 or whatever. Right. <laughs> uh, what what was it like having Brian as a brother growing up? That's a tough question. That's uh, dude. I'm that here is for a loaded question. Yeah, I need that immediately. Um, what was it like having Brian as a brother growing up? Man. <laughs> well, let's talk about well, always the protector of Julie. He, yeah. He would do some crazy shit, and I'd come home, and Erica and Julie are fighting, and I, I had to stop it. Yeah. Beating each other up. Brian would pretend I was his... Um, there used to be these wrestling... They were stuffed animals, but they yes. were wrestling buddies. Yeah, wrestling buddies. Yeah, yes. yeah. So he had those, and... He got really good at the figure four on those. (laughs) And then he moved on and he had to practice on me because those were too easy. Yeah. Well, you know, we got to step it up, bro. Need somebody that's going to put up a fight. That's where it started. So, yes, our whole life was a very, very. Mike got a very good look into it. He lived with us for a while. (laughs) You know what I felt like, Julie? And and I don't mean to cut you off, but I feel like Brian never looked at you as like, like in my eyes at least. It wasn't like, oh, there's my sister. I have to be soft and delicate yeah, no. with her. It no, was always never. like an equal, like, yep. she can handle it. Yep. And it was like, you know. Yep, yeah, always. Yeah, we had a very, um, it, it was complicated sometimes. Yeah. But it was very honest. It was Healthfully very open, balanced. Very. Oh, healthfully very balanced, open. man. Like, I saw some perspectives. Because I got a little sister, too. I got a little sister, too. And so I would see things and just, I don't know, Brian, Brian was just better at shit. He you was. know what I mean? Just like a super good older brother, like super understanding, always. rigid where it needed to be rigid, and yes, just always. It's funny yeah. to hear. What was it like wow. being his little? I was like, I can't wait for her answer right it now. Was, I need to know. It was very well balanced. Yeah, always, yeah. always. I think. I I think so. It seemed like that from my yeah. perspective, being in the house for a yeah. year or two. You know? And I think you know we always checked each other where we needed it. Yeah, forever and always. And I think. It was very beneficial for us, and I learned a lot from him. And it, I think it really put my life into a good position yeah. because he just – I don't even think he realized how good he was at stuff because it was effortless. No, you know, that's effortless. the thing we get sad about where we, you wonder, it, it doesn't matter now, but and, and at the same rate, it's uh, – Effortless. It, it was all embodied, and we all got to experience it, which is yeah. amazing. But there is a chunk where it's like, damn, Brian, you didn't even know how dope you were. Like, exactly. and, and, and yeah. I didn't know either. Exactly. Where it's like, yo, yeah. no, he really fucking knew. Like, He's the one that you would always wake up to. Yeah, but Man. also, like, I think his strong suits, you're right. I mean, I don't think, I don't even know if Brian was aware of his, like, strong suits. It was almost like. He wasn't. His his power, boy, he brought to the table. He didn't, he, he didn't even look no. at that as it was like a thing, and it was so natural to so him. So natural to be so good, to everybody. sure. And Always. that's and that's such a, 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 a like that standard. Thing, you know? That's yes. not standard, bro. That's yeah. like yeah. a beautiful yeah. heavenly gift. His, mm-hmm. his normal man. His normal uh, yeah. life was just be better, mm-hmm. be nice, be better. Yeah, that's his normal. And motto. it's and, and I think that was the same too. Like when I talked to Brian about you, Julie, it was never like. She's my little sister. She doesn't know anything. It was never like that. It was no. always like a healthy respect, you know? Very, very yeah. much so. Yeah, we had a very... And there was a lot of stuff that he looked up to you, too. Like, in my eyes, like, yeah, Brian so never was like, ah, oh, she's my little sister. Never. She doesn't yeah. know it. Like, it was no. always like, 
I respect her on that level, you know? I think cool. we always had a very, very respectable relationship mm-hmm. of each other. Yeah. Always. Even, yeah. like I said, even when it was complicated, it was always, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. We knew what was going on, and we dealt with it. And we, yeah, we, yeah it was always, it was all, all love, always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which and is who he was, yeah. to his core. Yeah. And just me, like, living there, I know when Brian needed a reset is when he just wanted to be alone in his yep. room. You know, and yep. I knew to offer that to him, like yep. don't bombard his space. Yep. I'd be downstairs with Kev needed. or, you know, downstairs in the living room and, you know, Brian needed a little Even reset from I time to time. listening to your guys' podcast just recently and you guys were all together watching a fight. Yeah. And I was like, where was Brian? And he's like, oh, he was just at home. He just, yeah. he liked to just be. There was moments there where I would say, dude, you got to, you know, come out. Dude, we're going to do this, do that. And if you press hard enough on most people, they break and they'll he's do like, what no, you I'm want. Not. And Brian would be like, no, I just need time. Yeah, you know, I'm just going to stay in tonight. I just need... And he was, like, perfectly open in the forefront as to why. He was like, yep. I'm just not feeling it. I don't, yeah. don't want to go out tonight. No hidden secrets. No secrets. Nothing. No. And no malicious intent. No. And that's None. what um, Brandon was saying the other day, where All Brian pure. was not the type to be like, I have, like, a different intent for this. No. And let me work an angle. It was no. never like this, like, underground thing. Brian no. always showed his cards up front. Yep. And the I do think that that's why right most there. people, like, liked Brian. You know, like there's not that many people that I've ever met that know Brian that are like, yeah, Brian was terrible. Like it was always like, man, that guy had a heart of gold, you know? Always. He was always nice to everybody. Because he was real and he was up front with what he he intended for his relationship with people. Yeah. And most people, they see like, okay, so Julie works at this place and maybe if I'm nice, I can get a job. Sure. He was never like that. Never. You know? Never. Yeah. He just, it was a genuine want for a friendship in a better, mm-hmm. for whoever he was talking to, he wanted them to be better. Yeah. It was nothing, no personal It's game. so true. And when we talk about like certain people that we know that are into music or whatever, he would always push for them. And he always wanted somebody he to be like. He always wanted the underdog. Yeah. And you know, like when you meet up with someone after a long time, and this happened the other day when I was here for Brian's thing. It's like, there was people there I hadn't seen in yeah. 20 years. Like, what, what are you up to now? And it's like, you start, no, life's pretty good. And they're like, well, I'll tell you, yeah. So, no, no, but I'm doing good too. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, I didn't know we were in competition. <laughs> With Brian, it was always just like, man, that's awesome. Yep. Good for you. That's yep. awesome. I always knew you'd be yep. that person. Yep. And it was always like happiness. Yep. It was never like, you know, trying to like level me versus yep. you. It was cool like that. And I think that's like, when I talk about there's no pretentiousness on a, on a person, Brian is the epitome of that. He didn't have the sort of, I need to like be better or level up. He was comfortable in that regard where he was happy for everybody yeah. doing their thing. I always thought I was the good one in the family. I mean, <laughs> I kind of agree on that. Okay. I mean, but now yeah. looking back, he was so he's yeah. so much nicer. It's funny. Everybody's complex. His, like, you know? is, it was so different. Yeah. But you you know, always, like, oh, in my opinion, Julie, you were, like, the nicest. Because right? I know Kevin and Brian as boys. And we didn't. and I grew up, and I watched them, and I always yeah. was like, okay, I'm going to do different. And I was always, like, yeah. fly under the radar. Yeah. But then looking back, I mean, the, I would have had three of my friends show up. Mm-hmm. You know? And I not, I'm, you know, he yeah. just was very different. For his, sure. His work, his God's work was very different. We were talking about this the other day, Jim, um, when we were driving home, because I, I caught a ride the last time. I was here with with um, Brandon, and we were talking about your parenting style and how it's like, you know, it's not like this, like, quick to, like, correct someone thing. And it was, like, this long story of us learning. And we look up to you, like, as a father figure. All of us do, especially me. You know that. But I think 
it was the same thing like we were talking about, Julie, like where it was like the lesson was not in one day. It was a yeah. stretched out over a lifetime of like how to be a good dad yeah. and parent. You, you know what? Everything you say about Brian is a loving heart. and Just what you said now, it wasn't me. It was his mother. Mm-hmm. Kathy deserves a lot totally. of credit. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was his mother. Yeah. Everything that he ate, his, his heart, his, his childness, his, his loving just everything about Brian. That's his mother. That's not me. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah. Well, it takes two. And, you know, yeah, it takes yeah. two. And I saw Kathy do so many amazing things from my time at the house yeah. as well, you know. Um, yeah. I feel like everybody plays their role. Yeah. And as a man, like, I always looked at Jim as, like, a father figure and how to sort of, like, do certain things. And when it was needed, you would come out of the room and be pissed, and that scared the hell out of me. I'm not going to lie. That, that's because Kathy made me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I believe it. How do you think I felt? Yeah. I've, I've heard stories of, like, the Jim dad voice. Oh, it scared the hell out of me. And I don't know if it scared Brian. I'm not quite sure, you know. You know what? My it's best arguments were with Brian. We had some arguments that uh, I, I would never win. He yeah. would just... Walk away, and nobody yeah. would win. He, we, yeah. I mean, he was just great at arguing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> both the, of to you the guys... point that we you know either I walk away, you walk away, and yeah. we, five minutes later, we're you know yeah, I'll get it out. And that's what like to me was like the first like viewpoint of like a good household was you know like because I didn't have that before living with you guys. I we sort of did our own thing in my household, but. Seeing that there was love, even when there was a disagreement, was cool, yeah, you know? Right, that right. was something I always, like, right. found to be, like, yeah. odd at first, but, like, really amazing after a while, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But you guys played your roles. Yeah. Like, Kathy, you did so much of, like, the the rock of the house, in my opinion. Yes. And that's, like, kind of what my wife does, too. And I think that's most, like, moms. They sort of have this, like, cool, calm collectiveness. Yeah. And, you know, you always were sort of that, like, here's the boundary, and work within it, you know? And that's what I saw for all of the kids, you know? I don't know if Brian or myself even was good at maintaining that boundary or that structure, but, like, you sort of set that, Kathy, from what I understood, you know? Yeah. And that's important, I think, as you're a mother and, and as a parent in general, where you're like, here's the guidelines of what I expect. And I will say this. Me and Brian got in trouble quite a bit with certain things, and there's some memories in my head where I'm thinking of. And it wasn't necessarily Jim that he was scared of. Like, it, oftentimes it was Kathy Lake, you know? Didn't want to disappoint her. No, yeah, yeah. It was like a disappointment thing, exactly. It was one of those things where, you know, you have, like, you don't want to disappoint your parents, especially when you have good parents. Yeah, yeah. You can deal with dad. Yeah. But disappointing mom, yeah. there's nothing worse than disappointing mom. Yeah. And we, when we were kids, it was okay letting ourselves down. It's just like getting caught for stuff was the worst <laughs> of the worst because then, you know, the parents get involved and it's yeah. like that's a hard place to be when you're like disappointing them, you know. But, yeah, you guys both shaped a, a big portion of how I try to parent in my household. So I have to say thank you to oh, both awesome. of you guys. Yeah. It was great. And we you had know a, that. It, you know. You already know that. Yes. That was the best time Touchdown. of our lives. Let's go. Me too. Let's go. Did they score? Let's go. It only took you guys 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, but now we're there. If that's we, going to be the final. If we make Pop six. Pop says 7-6. Seven, 7. Well, okay. Seven, Let's see it. Come back up here. Hey. Go for two. Come up here. 
I wish Brian was here. He is. He's right he, he is. He is fucking loving this right now. He is here. Like he is so proud. Raiders won. The Bills just scored. Yeah. He's here. If he was anywhere, where would Brian be? He'd be right here. Right here. I think he'd be where dude's sitting right now if he were here. Yeah, that's his spot. Was that his seat? Yeah. Because yeah. 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 if, yeah. if if Brian were here, I'd have to let him host again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He enjoyed that. He, that oh, he fucking one. loved it. Yeah. Sounded like it. Like he, like uh, driving him home that night. Like he was so like super appreciative. And I was like, yeah, like just you know, yeah. Like, anytime you want to, any like anytime I can get a break, cool. <laughs> I wasn't there for that, but just knowing, um, like I knew how he sort of like. Looked at that moment. That was like, he liked, he enjoyed that, right? Yeah. For sure. I could just tell from like listening to that podcast. I listen to all of them. I've been on a few times, but I always listen to all of them, you know? Mm. He prepared for a week yeah. for that. Yeah. Oh, like, it was so cute, like seeing like his notes and everything. Brian always yes, has notes. Yeah. 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 He took yeah. it very serious. Yeah. yeah. We still have them somewhere. Yeah. I just read them. Really? Yeah. You know what's funny? We would disagree. Oh, really? No way. That's awesome. So we would disagree oftentimes on music, and a lot of the times I played the role of provocateur where it's like, I don't even disagree. I'm just like, we're just having fun in a just text poke. message being stupid. Yeah. But he would be like, we're going to save this. We're talking about it on the podcast, and I'm going to rip you to shreds. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, we're talking about like, you know. And then we did a few podcasts, and I think Brian actually liked the confrontational nature of a lot of those. Mm-hmm. It was fun for both of us to sort of be like in disagreeance with a lot of that stuff because he was obviously the most knowledgeable about hip-hop out of anybody that I've ever met. Yeah. But I got my little surface level opinions of who's best, and a lot of mine is commercial stuff. I don't really dive that deep into it. But he would be pissed when I would disagree with him. But that was, like, fun for both of us. We had a good time. It was the same way like when he and I would argue about wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime Brian, somebody disagreed with Brian... It was like, you're going to have... Yeah, you're going to have that moment. It's definitely an argument. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to turn into that because he's passionate about his position. Yes. That's what it was boiled down to. Whatever his opinion was, you better believe it was researched and he had his reasons as to why it was that opinion. It definitely was researched. (laughs) Yeah. So if you disagree, it's like, no, you're just looking at it from the wrong angle. And I'm like, bro, I'm free to have my own opinion, you know? (laughs) The last argument... We had was about the YouTube NFL package and hooking up the box, and it was the thing, I think it was the first week, and we yeah. wanted to hook it up and try it just yeah. to make sure it worked. Yeah, and then I said, "Well, just just wait. We're watching a game now. Just wait." He wanted to do. He it said, "No, game. I want to do it now." Yeah. So well, we argued. I don't know, five minutes maybe. Yes. It seemed like five minutes. Finally, like finally, he walked away. He said, "Okay, I'll do it in my room." <laughs> yeah. He came back 30 seconds later. Well, maybe we'll wait till next week. <laughs> but he still won that argument. Yeah. Yeah, he uh he had texted me. He was like, "Hey, when the Dolphins play the Bills, why don't you come over and watch the game here?" And like uh um I didn't respond uh cuz I think that was like another like late text that he had sent me. 3 in the morning. Um so, you know, when, when the Dolphins played the Bills, I could just watch it at home by myself. But, like, you know, like, I, I, I knew Brian was watching it with me. So when the, when the Bills won, I was like, I, you, you can have that one. You know, that's fine. You know. This is yeah. going to be wide right. No, wide right? This. I hope so. How, how, many, how far is it? 
Oh, it's pretty it's close, extra, though. extra point. It's pretty close, no, though. Huh? An extra point. Money. Money. Got them. Right We're the kicking their butt. Let's go. That <laughs> <laughs> just happened. <laughs> By a whole point. <laughs> You know what's funny about Brian too? Like I have this like I always steal the UFC fights gym, right? Like I have this <laughs> link on it. And Brian would be like, send me yes. the link. And I'm like, dude, it's the same <laughs> link every time, bro. Save it. Like just That's save funny. it. That's funny. But I would I watch the fights on my phone. So oftentimes yeah. when I click out of it to text someone, I lose the link and I gotta redo yeah, it. Right. He'd be like, send me the link, send me the link. I'm like, bro. I can't send it. Yeah, it's the same one every time. (laughs) Rob, did Brian do any of the older brother, like, protective older brother, like, meeting the guy dating his sister thing with you? Oh, he definitely did that. Um, First time, actually, was probably Mission Beach. We were out there, and... uh, he definitely gave me some lectures. We took a little walk on the beach. Did a little. <laughs> he did the brother thing. Yeah. Like yeah. no, like no, like veiled threats or anything. Maybe a couple. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's like way of threatening was like subliminal. Like he didn't yeah. like want to be like you know. I'm gonna fucking cut you. He didn't want to be shoot. No, but it was like a you know like you know, you know like he'd be exactly. like you know take care of my sister or else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Brian was so much smarter than me. Just yeah. want a whole other level of smart. So Brian always said himself, so I'm not even like saying this about him. He would always say, I have the thought clear in my head. It's just hard for me to sort of elaborate. And there would be some yeah. deep subjects and yeah. topics that he was talking about. So I believe it. He'd yeah. be like, I have the thought clearly in my head. For me to vocalize Can't, it is yes. very, very difficult. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He was and too smart. You know, he his always brain was out. faster than yes. his mouth. And he yep. would always like how Brandon sort of is good with his words yes. and vocalized yeah. it. He would always say that, you know? Yeah. Um, he had a hard time with his words. Sure. But Brian yeah. always had the idea. It was very yep. clear for him, you know? The passion was there. Passion was beyond there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and he had, it was obviously very well-versed. He researched his stuff a lot. Oh, yeah, he everything. would write notes on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He always knew what he was talking about. Yeah, even if it was something Before. like a music taste, which is so, like, subjective, right? Like, yeah. You know? But, yeah, he would research to the core on stuff. Yeah. Some of like my, my, my favorite stuff is, like, he would uh, he would text me about some, like, like the most obscure conspiracy theory. <laughs> he was sus- yes. And Always. like would send me like 20 texts about it followed by like a YouTube video yeah. about it. Yep. Yeah. Here's the proof. Yeah. Yep. And then Here's the backup. <laughs> I got you. If and then like if you want it, if you don't want to yeah. you know. And then like, you know, so it's like okay. I'd open up the YouTube video and it'd be like 6 hours long. <laughs> <laughs> be like, all right, we'll just close that right away. Yeah. Yeah. But then, but then he'd be like, question your fucking humanity. Yes. Exactly. But then he would say like, watch that, and we'll talk about it on the next podcast. Like, I'm not gonna watch a six fucking hour YouTube <laughs> right. video. Yo, throw me like exactly where you want me to watch. You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, but so he was true. the same way with like um, UFOs and stuff. Yeah. And he'd be like, here's the proof, and it's like this fuzzy ass video, and I'm like, bro, like I get it, I believe in UFOs, kind of too, but like. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> oh, he loved those. Great. Man, he, I mean, he, he was, was deep like in the conspiracy theories. Yeah, he yes. was. Uh, like, he yes. was the most outstanding one that I knew. Yeah. 
But he didn't I, like no, the label because no, I called here, him that a couple times. No, no, no right, yeah. right. Outrageous. Mm-hmm. He was a researcher. Yes, very much yeah, so. Very. But yeah, I was yes. like, dude, you're like a conspiracy theorist, and he he didn't like the label. No, sometimes. no that's, he yeah. didn't want to be called that. He just right. said, I just dive deeper, and he, then he'd be like, I'm not a sheep like you, who just believes everything. I'm like, hey man, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you know. He go lying the heart. Sometimes. Yeah, lying that sheep. Yeah, we had uh, we had we had talked about him like like having his own podcast, um, you know, like a little bit conspiratorial in nature, but like with like with a little bit of hip hop in there, and you know, just like all the Brian shit that he liked, you know, just yeah. like in a you know, in like an, like a forty five minute to an hour show, yeah, and like we were like brainstorming ideas, and you know, that was gonna be like, you know, the next. Thing attached to segment. like fun uncle, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. See, yeah. me and Brandon always, even younger years, we were like, Man, you need to research hip hop albums and then write down all your stuff and then divulge it because there's so many people that would like he could break an album down for four hours, yeah. yeah I, 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 I'd been like asking you, know, like, I would tell him, like, Hey, once we start doing video content, like, I want Get you to ass. do like a um, you know, album reviews or reactions and. Wouldn't that you know, be something? Stuff like that. Yeah. And like, here's here's how fucking how nice he is. Uh, a couple years ago, before the show got canceled, um, what show? Uh, well, it was, it was a con- it was gonna be a concert. So the misfits uh, the misfits were gonna be out here. Okay. And um, I had told them that I had seen their uh, reunion show in L.A. because uh, they they hadn't played together in like thirty five years. And I was telling him how much I fucking loved it because I love the Misfits. And when I said the Misfits were going to be out here, he was like, I'll go with you. And you know that wasn't Brian's thing. Yeah. Like, you don't yeah. like fucking punk rock? Like, no. Yeah. He was like, yeah, but you, you, you talked about it so much. I want to see it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, that was like, such the coolest fucking thing. It's like, you're such a good friend. The willingness. Yeah. 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 Well, that's like the definition of Brian, right? Yeah. Like, you know he didn't like that kind of music, but he was willing to sort of, like, do that. You know? He did yeah. that with yeah. me, too, and my, yeah. my favorite music. He really? would always... Always talk about it, Ozzy and mm-hmm. Leonard Skinner. And yeah, he would he would dive in, yeah, yes, and Music listen to their albums. And yeah. yeah, yeah, he'd always come out and say, "I like this song, Side B." Of, That's cool, you know. So you know, yeah. he actually yeah. listened to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In yeah. music, it was definitely his his thing. Yeah, he was willing to sort of like, like be like open enough to sort of check it out. You know he didn't like yeah. the Misfits. He would yeah, no. just, he'd be intrigued. Yeah, he was yeah. willing to do it. That's cool. Someone he knew loved it, loved it. Yep. He loved it too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all this time I thought he liked, he liked what I liked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He did. I was like, yeah. 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 yeah, anything to be connected. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what's yeah. funny too? Like my opinions are yeah. so like I know Brian, but there would be a few times where he like would say something. And I'd be like, eh, I don't know, man. I'm not really sure. I don't really know if that's like, because there's this other opinion. And then he would hit you with like a paragraph of research that he did that was actually like factual. Let's go. Yeah. And I'm like, geez, he like Get really down. researched the hell out of that. Yeah. I didn't think he was into it like that. He yeah, knows he like yeah. really the nuances of what he's discussing. Yes. And Always. so that was cool because like when I was younger, when we were younger, me and Brian, it was a lot of it was just like, we didn't want to do the background of it. The, the homework of it was. Like, we were both like, whatever. And as he got older, he was willing to sort of read the books or do the right. research of yes. it, 
which is cool, which is I'm still not there myself. <laughs> like, I sort of still graze over things. Yeah, but Ryan was know, diving read, deep into it. Yeah, read the headlines and move on. Yeah. Yeah, he did do that. Yeah. yeah. You know. We got uh, Thea Lizzie here. Um, she spent a lot of time with uh, with Brian, but you didn't meet him until, you know, obviously you met your husband first. And he's a friend of your husband. So, like, meeting Brian for the first time, like, did you hear about him, like, first? And then, you know... Then you got the chance to meet him, and just what are your just general thoughts about that awesome man? Well, when uh, the very first time I met Brian was when he came for PWG, and um, it was Brandon told me that Brian was coming, and I was, you know, a new wife, a new mom, so I was just trying to you know, be a good wife. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to cook dinner. I'm going to do this. And I was new at it. And I didn't really cook well, to be honest. So um, I got this recipe. Um, I made it. He came. He ate it. And he just made me feel so good. He was like, Liz, this is like, what is this? Like, I need this recipe. Like, this is so amazing. And I just felt like he just made you feel like, you're the coolest person. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, yeah, he just he just made you feel like he just lifted you up and and that was to me like I was like, okay. Okay, Brandon's friends are Brandon's friends are cool yeah, because he, okay. he was actually the first one I've ever met yeah. of Brandon's okay. friends. Mm-hmm. Um and then when we came out here and he started coming over, I was like, he's like, can Brian come over? Yeah, of course he can. Yeah. <laughs> of course yeah. he can. <laughs> um, but yeah, every time he came over, he'd always bring candy. It was of always course. candy. I love candy. He did. Yeah. And he's like, it's for the kids. And I'm like, they don't need any more candy. <laughs> yeah. Because he's going over there. Yeah. I'll give him candy and leave. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. We actually have a candy drawer in our house because because of Brian. Yeah, yeah. We and there's still candies in there that he's brought because I'm like the kids are like they keep going back in there. I'm like, okay, that's enough. Right, exactly. <laughs> he would just bring so much. Um, yeah, but he was genuinely one of the best, um, kind-hearted people I have ever met. Um, through when did I meet him? I was probably twenty six, mm. I think, when I met him. Mm-hmm. Um, and even till then, honestly, Jim and Kathy, you guys did an amazing job. Yeah. He was just the best. Kathy yeah. did yeah. an amazing job. <laughs> you, you did too. You <laughs> did too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, takes two. We definitely had a good upbringing. Yeah, we're very fortunate. That was definitely solidified at his celebration. I mean, everybody that spoke had something very, very good to say about mm-hmm. our upbringing. Yeah, you know, I, we, I noticed it that It was too. amazing. Mm-hmm. I was, was just going to say. It was cool to see. I'm enjoying this more than than a celebration. Yeah. Not more, but there, was, just, more there was too much going on. There was too many people yeah. to say hi. And yeah. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Yeah. And this is. Yeah. This is Brian's yeah. inner circle. Yeah. This is his jam this right here. This is it right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He He's is, wanted us life. to come um, hang oh, out. he's been trying to set this up for so long. And that does I know. Yeah. yeah, it's like, gosh dang it, why do we have to wait for it? Yeah. yeah. He's so excited we're all here. Oh, he's sure. here. Yeah, yeah. For oh. sure. He made it happen. It does kind of... 
you know, that does suck. And it's, you know, it's one of those things where you get so wrapped up into, like, doing your life. It's always like, going to be there. For sure. You can always do that. That was always my mentality. Yeah, it's and like, his invites would come have, at, like, yes. 8 o'clock at night. And I'm like, bro, I'm in bed by 8.30. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you know. That's it's, when his brain starts working. Sure. But it bothers <laughs> yeah. me that it wasn't, like, you know, yeah. one of those times where we're like, yeah, let's go do let's that. Let's just do it. Sure, yeah. yeah. It's always, like, like you said, Julie, you always feel like you have a lifetime of, like, he was always the one that you were going to wake up to his messages. Too. For sure, yeah. And it was beyond a friend. It's like, you know, and Brandon is the same yes. way, too, where you just look at these guys like your brothers. They're not going anywhere. You and have what forever. also kind of bothers yeah. me the last, like, yes. few weeks was that, like, oftentimes I would say things, and it wasn't, like, an evil thing, but it was, like, even when someone, like, when this happens, this scenario, you look at, like, did I do all the things that I could have to told the person that I love him, you know? Yeah. Instead of talking about, like, no, this rapper's better, like, fuck you, like, and I know, like, sometimes he would take it personal about, yeah. like, difference of opinions, and I didn't yeah. ever want him to think, like, it wasn't all love, you know, because it was in a joking manner, and it's like, with your brother, you're willing to sort of say things that you wouldn't say to a stranger, and almost, like, in a, in a way where number, you're, like, you He's, know? like, yes. the number one yes. for that. Yeah. He, your brothers, brothers fight, family yeah, fights. exactly. You fight, exactly. you say what you yeah. say. And you make up. But in this gone. moment, it's like you want to make sure. And it, it's kind of cool because, like, the text I have, first down. you know, it's all love. of a couple weeks ago, we're all love. And it was always yeah. like, I love you, man. I'm going to bed. We'll talk tomorrow. Yep. So that gives me some sort he of saving grace. He challenge. I think so, too. He yeah. He did it. like the challenge. And you know what's funny? Like, he for needed me to too. be challenged. He yeah. needed it. Yeah, I think he kind he of thrived on some of that he stuff. He 1,000% yes. thrived yeah. on it. I'm so fortunate that every night I got to be able to say goodnight, Brian. I yeah. love you. Mm-hmm. Even if I didn't want to go all the way down and say it, I just holler down the hallway. Yeah. Yep. I love yeah. you too. Good night. Yeah. There's something special about that. And I will say yeah. from his friend perspective, like the pandemic sort of that group text made us all really, really connect. Yeah. Because to your point, it's yes. like you do feel like you have a lifetime to be like, you know, Oh, they'll always be there. But it's like oh, that, yeah. that that group text that we got thrown on was so amazing for me personally, yeah. Yeah. selfishly. And I can only imagine from like a parent's perspective yeah. or a sibling perspective to have them here was probably like. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. We were going to miss them so much. Mm-hmm. So much. Yeah. Yep. We have Ryder here. What do you think of Uncle Brian? Good. <laughs> I miss, miss B. Be, be, uh, and I wish Got him. He, Let's go. And I wish he did die. What did Uncle B do together? What did you and Uncle B do together? Uh, we would, um, we would make TikToks. And did you play Mario or Luigi's Mansion? Yeah. Yep. Had so much fun, huh? Yeah. Side swipe. Good job, buddy. He was a true fun uncle for sure. Yeah. Definitely the fun one. Yeah, he was definitely a fun uncle. Yep. Definitely the fun one. And the loving uncle. You know, it's funny, the uncle role is so perfect for Brian in my life, too, with my son. We always say, you know, it's Uncle Brian, and he knows exactly who that is, and, you know, he fits perfectly in that role. There's so many scenarios where we got the kids together, whether it was, like, just at the house, or we went camping a few times, and it was like, man, he was so good with the kids, you know? Mm -hmm. He just knows when to engage and when not to. And also what to say and what angle to play. Yes. You know? How can I help them when they're upset? Yeah. Yeah. He was very, he had a very good way of showing up or just knowing when to walk away. Yeah. (laughs) When a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't know when to walk away. No, it's true. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Willow, what do you think? Um, yeah. 
He was the best, huh? He sure was. All right, buddy. Your kids are absolutely adorable. You guys are so sweet. He had such a good relationship with both of them. Yes, very sure. good. Willow couldn't wait to go into his room oh, and wake him up. Yep. And Brian would say the night before, well, they can wake me up at 11. Or he would set a time limit when, one, they, could come when in. they could come in. Yeah. Yep. And Willow would just, she'd be waiting, waiting, waiting. Is it time? Is it time? She just wrote she him a note it. recently because she loves her grapes, and so does he. So he ate all the grapes, and then she came over here, and she was so upset about the grapes that she made mom write him a note. What'd she write on it? B, you ate all my grapes. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, please sign it, your sweet willow. <laughs> and left it right yeah. in his room for him. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's so funny. Yep. And he thought it was the coolest thing ever. They just, I mean, it was just, they had such a good time. Yeah. 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 Uh, There's something special about watching Brian with kids. I I always tell that little story. Me and Mike were watching him, and we're just like, it was like a savant. You know what I mean? We, 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 uh, when anybody does anything, there's like a point of awe where you watch somebody. Like, we're watching football right now. If you watch some athlete do something amazing, there's a point of awe. Where you're like, fuck, man, that was amazing how he did that. And there's intellectual versions of that. There's physical versions of that in sports. But if you watch Brian with a child with kids, you'd get that same awe. Where you're like, wow, no, this is, uh, you know, very rarely do people feel like you get to experience what they're born to be. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like I'm born to be the things that I do day to day. But I'd watch Brian with a kid, and I'd be like, fuck, Doug, this is like what you were born to do. Like, obviously, obviously. Me and Mike were watching him play with our boys one day, and uh, we were joking around because I was like, why is Brian so fucking good at this? And Mike looked over, and he real quick, because they're the same. Yeah, and it was like, it was a funny heart. thing. It was like a funny little thing because yeah. he had like that heart. They're the same. Yeah, like it, child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was a heart of a child. That's one of the things I but try you, to bring up. You know what's crazy? It wasn't just with kids though. It was like if you had a friend that you brought for the night, Brian would make his hardest, you know, attempt to make the person feel as welcome as everybody else. You know? Yeah. It was never like kind of like fuck this guy. You know what I mean? It was always never. Cool. All love, you know? It's so funny that the, the older I get, and the more kind of like uh, when you leave your like intimate circles and you get into like business, money, these sort of things, you kind of see how people kind of um, how people act and how people behave and how they leverage things. And like Jeff Brian, just it was virtuous the whole time. Look at that celebration. <laughs> That's what happens when it's 13 to 9. The Bills are going to win. That's what's up. Man. Better late than never in this game, huh? Plenty of time left. Plenty of time left. Lots of time left. Look at him go. Whoop. That was a good throw. That's crazy talk. He just knew that that would be okay. They practiced. Bro, I'll read an oh, email a thousand yeah, times before I send it. He just looked once and threw it. 
you understand yeah. what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Our lives are yes. different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just saw a piece yeah. and was like, I got that and threw it. No, bro. Yeah. That's, That's a different that, money. Exactly. <laughs> that kind of confidence, man. That kind of thing is beautiful. Ugh. Brian had that kind of confidence, kind of. You think so? Yeah. What are you going to miss the most about Uncle Brian? Um, probably how uh, awesome he was. <laughs> yeah, he, he was the best. He, he, we'd always, like, we'd always talk about theories sometimes. we talk about... Uh, I bet. Yeah, we talked about aliens. Yeah, we talked, That like one that. time at dinner, we were talking about how... Uh, how we thought aliens were real and, like, all the evidence that we had. <laughs> Remember we had dinner? Yeah, no, for sure. That was the best. Awesome. I, yeah, your man was the best, for sure. Yeah, and he really, um, he made an impact because I have, well, I have a, I'm Mexican, I have a big family, um, so my family comes through every now and then. And Brian was always around for a podcast episode or just to come watch uh, wrestling or something. Um I have a cousin from Wisconsin uh, who came, Dude. and she made um, Bidia tacos, and he was there for that, and he was obsessed. He thought it was the best thing ever, um, and she, he made an impact on her. She, um, when she found yeah. out, she actually reached out to me, and, and, you know, like everybody else, was just sad. Um, so, yeah, he, he just has that. He leaves that impression. Just devastated. Anybody who touched. Anybody. Devastated that that heart isn't available anymore is so annoying. It's so lame. Now, it was beautiful watching Brian with with her family because, you know, they'd be making all that, like, authentic Mexican, you know what I mean? That family, that house thing, and he would never have heard of it. And he'd take a bite and be so excited and this? give, yeah, and be so like, this is the best thing I've just, positive. That's what I mean about just producing a landscape so that the growth is good. It's always a good thing. Well, he like, was, oh, man. You know, he talked What's, about those tacos for a month. <laughs> That's crazy. I swear he did. I'll let her know. She yeah. No, dude, Nana, Nana bro. Wow. Uh, Brian loved Nana's tacos. Dude. Like, he was obsessed with Apparently. them. Yes. Yeah. Nana and Brian he were was. buddies. Yes. But, and that's what I mean. It's like, what? how long does the list go? Not how long does the list go, but how are outstretching yeah. does the list go? It's like, well, Brandon, obviously. Liz, obviously. The kids, obviously. Okay. Liz's well, mom. mom and dad. Yeah, Love exactly. Her. Exactly. It goes, like, more than you would think. Think it's like the outskirts of his influence and where his heart touched people is like it's bigger than you thought, dude. Like, yeah, Nana, everybody's like, wow, dude, like, what the fuck? It's a, it was a giant loss, man. It's crazy. There's a giant hole in the big golden heart of the world. It sucks, man. I can't if I can't laugh about it and I can't find a way to sit with you guys. And find a positive spin, then I sit around and Liz has to deal with a super depressed, yeah. sad Brandon. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, it's a uh, it, it's, it's rough, a man. Rough. Well, the last it's rough. It's way rough. rough. He's know? the yeah. fucking best, yeah. dude. Like the best. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. You know what's crazy? I just feel like happy that you had so much time with someone. And- Blessed. I feel like I knew him the least out of everybody when we were at the thing. Some of those people were like, I've known him since kindergarten, since first grade. I didn't meet Brian until ninth grade. That's 24 years. 
sorry, 20 years. No, 24. Yeah, 24 years. And that was like the least out of everybody that was like giving the speeches. A lot of those people didn't know him since, you know. Yeah. They knew him way earlier. And so, and even I feel blessed that I've known him my whole life, you know. Um, the old neighborhood where I grew up still talks about him. Yeah. And that was I love that, Jim. That was yes. so cool. Because I think, like again, like I have this like idea, this microcosm, you know, circles within circles. And I was like, I felt like I was in a good middle of the circle because wigwam and the, the Sutherland boys and right. all those kind of. Right. And then, man, how beautiful. My heart was so happy to hear of a whole nother hemisphere oh, of influence. Yeah, or all those guys. Nother. Yeah, that gentleman who was here was talking about. Mike Rao. Yeah, yeah, I was so I was yeah, like, holy shit, yeah. this guy, man, you're, you, you McDonald, there was, there was a few of them here from yeah. the old neighbor. How so amazing, amazing yeah. is that, man? He was only there five years. It's crazy because when he was giving his speech, I'm like, wow, I didn't, even, I don't even know who this guy is, you know. I love that. That made me so happy. I was like, this is. Because, you know, you feel like you know somebody for so long that there's no stone unturned. And then this whole beach of, un, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yes. they're there and they're turning all these stones and it was beautiful. And I loved how there was this through line of Brian's heart and yeah. the beautiful yeah. nature of yeah. the Cooney house. Like, oh, wow, man, like what a beautiful legacy. How many times, Brandon, have we talked about the Cooney household in general? I mean, that's like... I was telling Liz I mean, earlier. Talking, I was like, you know what? The what's, last three weeks. No, you know, man. What? What? what that, that was. That was my point that I made to Liz. I was like, you know what's weird is that people think because a tragic event that people are just now coming out of the woodwork to make this kind of commentary. And I was like, I gotta tell you, we talked about Brian like this way before he went to sleep. House, you know what I mean? Like for yeah. real, man. Liz, I, I can't stress. I said it before the best I could. Like Liz. Wives beg for their husbands' friends to be like Brian, and this this was something that we preached about way before, way before when he was before we even went into the the local house that we're in now that we that we recorded the most at. Brian would drive all, all the, the way, way to Charleston. Side, yeah. yeah, man, dude. Uh, Charleston and Nellis isn't like a super great place to be, man. Like. For a friend to make that kind of travel and to sit in that neighborhood and do time with us, it's like, it's just a higher level of friendship. It's a higher level of dedication. It's a higher level of commitment to your family, your landscape, just trying to be a part of your narrative. And man, just I, I can't say enough. I'll never stop saying enough. But at the same rate, I have to caveat it with, by the way, we all talk like this way before he yeah. went to bed. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's I like, it, it, it's not just, oh, somebody, oh, yeah, everybody. you do that. You know, you glorify someone who's yeah. like passed on. Like right. Somebody passes right. away. Yeah. He was the nicest guy. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. Maybe. Maybe. Well, we talk, but, yeah, we, we, have, we have recorded, yeah. yeah, luckily enough for us, we have yeah. two years of recordings that say that Brian yes. was the fucking man yeah. way before that, noon. Yeah. This is amazing. just... I have to say, <laughs> Brian had a. I'd give him a hug and be like, "Damn, Brian, oh, where dude. are you today?" Yeah, <laughs> you go into his bedroom. He's got a collection of cologne, and that didn't just start recently. He's had that oh, forever. Really? I mean, <laughs> Brian's probably got a thousand dollars worth, maybe two grand worth of cologne. Like he's always had he's such always. nice colognes. That's one thing about. He has a whole collection of like the the, 
little samples or something? The chromes and all that. Oh, oh yes. yes. The samples, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Always had that, though. Even when we were kids, you know, he's always had that. Yes. Loved fragrances. Like, his, like... Cologne just proper, yeah. just a, a proper boy, yeah. man. Yeah. Like fucking did it right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. some of them when we were kids, like the exact brand. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a time last year where he and I went to uh, Green Valley Casino. Just it, oh, it was it was actually after uh, he and I, you know, just just the two of us recorded an episode. And we got done pretty early, and I was like, "What are you? What are you gonna do?" And he was like, "I don't have nothing planned." You? I was like, "Let's go out." And so he was like, "Yeah." So we went to Green Valley and we played slots for a couple hours, and got Carl's Jr. because that's what he was craving at the time. <laughs> yeah. He was. I was like, I was like, "You hungry?" Or I was like, "I'm hungry." Are you hungry? He was like, "Yeah." And I was like, what do you want? He was like, he's like, I really, I really want Carl's Jr. right now. And I was like, that's cool, man. We'll go. Yeah. Yeah. And so we just, we just went back to the house and just ate and chilled and talked probably just about like music and wrestling. Yep. And then like, same thing. Like, you know, when I, when I brought him home that night, just regular conversations with Brian. And like, that's like the shit that I'm going to miss the most. Yeah. A lot of my memories of that exact same thing. We would because Brian always had a car when we were young, you know, and the I didn't galant. have a car. I hear yeah. about the Galant all the time. Yeah, and so at yes. nighttime, oftentimes if there was nothing to do, we'd just drive, park, and listen to music, or then go get some fast food or whatever. It's not like we were doing anything like in depth conversations or anything. We were just having a good time, like passing time, and that's what you do when you're young and just don't have like you know. It was he was always down to hang out. I was too. It was it was amazing. I, I have memories of walking to the house in the winter, you know, um, from Silverado, and just being like, "This walk sucks," but whatever. We were freezing our asses off like more than once, you know. Situations like that where it was like it was a down and out thing, but at least Brian's there, so whatever. We'll figure it out. It's all good. We got each other, you know. Nah, man. I, I was trying to edit that video in such a way where I could show it at his celebration because it's so fucking funny where. His uh his car got towed. Oh yeah, his car got towed, <laughs> and it was right outside of our our. I that. It was right outside of our garage while like, we were recording. We should have heard it, and then when you yeah, re-listen like to it, you do hear That's it, crazy. dude. Like oh, you, oh, I think I remember that one, bro. Yeah. The video is so funny because he's on the phone with the lady who <laughs> took it, and he's just like. <laughs> the, the the video starts with me laughing my ass off because the lady just says, "Oh, we're on like uh, Lake Mead and Losi," and I'm like, "That's so fucking far!" And he's just laughing. And then like rewatching that video of watching his positive attitude during like kind of a negative scene, it reminded me of all the high school times that I had with him, where like 
you know, you, you, you sometimes you get like stranded without a car, or, like yeah. something breaks down, or something happens where you're in this like tough spot, yeah. and you're you're not quite in a position to call your parents because fuck that, yeah. you know what I mean? But Brian, that that beautiful, you guys got that that picture up, man. The the little uh, the flasher that you guys sent out for his celebration. That smile is such a Brian oh, smile, oh, where you would get a little taste of that and. Growing up and uh, being a little bit older and kind of doing a little bit more of a a breakdown of that thing was, I feel like he was always so confident in those kind of like holy shit situations because he had such a foundation, so beautiful with your guys' family. Is such, yeah. I think of it now as like, well, Brandon, why were you so like, oh my God, I'm going to get my ass kicked? And I'd look over at Brian and he'd have this big, goofy fucking smile on. And you'd kind of want to hit him in his mouth and be like, bro, this isn't funny, dog. Like, this isn't a good idea. Like, I'm in trouble, bro. And I think of it like the overall breakdown of his like language where it would make me feel better was because he had... He had a phone call. He was a phone call away, man. All of you. All of you were a phone call away, and it was going to be better. And he, without it being explicit, obviously, without all the, you know, without him breaking it down to us, his energy would flow to the rest of us who didn't have that kind of foundational confidence of, oh, this is a phone call away of being fixed. I can call my dad and we'll get picked up. I can call my mom and we'll get, do you know what I mean? Like he kind of had that in the back of his mind. He had that foundation where, and so some of the rest of us who didn't have that where we'd be like, you know, really high end anxiety and freaking out and all these sort of things. Yeah. He wouldn't have that. And I have distinct memories of Kathy being like, call me if you need me before we left the house, you know? Dude. And, like, she made it a point to be like, just call call me, you know? But I know that look on your face, because I remember a couple times being like, fuck, we're aiming yeah. for it. And no, Brian this is it. Like, Let's go like, Buffalo. Like, yeah. <laughs> He'd be so mad. And, and, yeah, and we'd be, like, getting busted by the cops Let's or something. Let's go and, like, Buffalo. Yeah. I think yeah. he knew yeah. that I would only be mad for so long. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Is that what the, it was? The, the, I, I, dude, I, I, I think of it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first few minutes, and did anybody get hurt? Yeah. Nobody's hurt. We're, That's, we're okay. And, like, right. I, I've heard we're Brandon okay. tell stories where it's like, you know, all the boys come to your door, you know, even with, like, the, with, with the cops there, and, you know, and you say, you know, thanks for bringing them by. And that'd be like the first thing you ask, like, are you guys okay? And then it was just like, like Brandon calls it Jim hugs. Oh man. No, that shit is real, man. Like that. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great, that's a great side illustration of what I'm talking about where there'd be nine of us in the back of this cop car. And some of us are like, our dads didn't act the same way, bro. Like we, we would get like real life ass whippings, like, like movie shit, bro. Like not, not good. And we'd show up. At Brian's, the cop would let all of us out. We'd knock on the door, and we're sitting at that front door like, fuck, we're going to get lit up right now because that's what was standard. And then Jim would answer the door, Brian, a big hug. How's everything? Did every Is everybody okay? Yeah. I would get a big hug. Are you okay? Whoever, Brandon Lopez, list them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whoever else was in the back of that cop car would get a big hug. Hey, you're okay. Go upstairs, get some sleep. 
What? Do you know how fucking <laughs> counter? Do you know what I mean though? Like I can't, I can't stress I think, this enough. I think dude. that came from my dad. Yeah, no, I think, I'm dying. I, I for used this. to drive Tell my me, dad's sir. car, and he would work from three to eleven, and we'd have to pick him up at eleven. Hmm. You know, park a, maybe a block away because it was hard traffic in and out. Sure. At their front door. One time we picked him up. There was no, there was no door on his car. <laughs> <laughs> and he got in, didn't say anything because there were a couple other guys in there. And then he said, "Are you guys okay?" Oh, holy so, shit! Well, first thing on his mind. First, yeah, are you guys okay? You no guys door. are you guys no are built different, man. Oh man! But it's—I mean, not a dent in the door. There right. was no, uh, no door. door. <laughs> nah. Come on, get in. I mean, if yeah, there's one a, thing I learned from my time at the Cooney household, it was like leading with love, you know. And it was like the leadership from you guys both was just unreal to be like seeing that firsthand. You know, a lot of it was that where it's like it didn't matter how bad it was. It was just like, you know, we'll figure it out. There's always tomorrow, and, and, yeah, and there yeah. was, and it was the, always tomorrow. The next day was like, like I have memories of like making the blended margaritas and the triscuits with cheese, oh and <laughs> playing the golf <laughs> games. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. And this was like yes. the Last day or two about those. after those something bad had happened. I always tell Ray about yeah. that. Yeah. One of my fondest memories was like playing that golf game and having. I got fucking plastered playing that game with you, Jim, right? Yeah. And we were just, it was fun. And this was like a day or two after me and Brian or one of us had messed up. And it was like. You feel like it would be a dark house after after what just happened. Yeah. And the next morning you'd wake up, come downstairs, scared to death that everyone's in big fucking trouble. And it's not. It wasn't like that at all. It's like, wow, man. Yes. Yeah. They, yep. they do it different here, and after experiencing all these different yeah. living rooms and all these different styles, this is definitely the way to make the yeah. best. But I think that's why Brian was so willing to sort of be a part of your thing, because his thing was so solidified in a lifetime of sort of like understanding and, and love yeah. and all of those positive things. And I'm sure like there was moments there, Jim, where like things weren't always good. Brian messed up a few times here and there, like yeah. we all know. Yeah. But it was always this like... There was always the safety net of we're a family and it will it will work it out right. and we'll figure it out. Right. And Do I think together. that's why Brian was so willing yeah. to be like, yeah. I'm happy for you or I'm happy for you because his thing always felt secure. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. You'd be in a dark yeah. situation. He's over there smiling and you're like, what the fuck are you smiling <laughs> yeah. at? Because now I yeah. think back and I was like, well, because he knew he was a phone call away from getting it fixed. Yeah. What a beautiful, what a wonderful way to live mm-hmm. to know that you're a phone call away from it getting fixed. Think of that just by itself. Like in any situation, shit hits the fan. I'm not so sure. I'm getting overwhelmed by this chaos and I don't. It's a phone call away yeah. from being fixed. Brian lived his whole life like that because of you guys. Like, fuck you know me, funny? man. How I'd, badass is that? I remember looking at Julie after a couple times, me and Brian had messed up and she'd be like, <laughs> You guys are all right, so it's all good. And I'd be like, like Julie's face would tell it all. Where I was like, she's like, that was the thermometer. Like, hold on, how bad is it? Where's Julie? Oh yeah, she's smiling. We're good. We're good. What the fuck we were just doing, you know? Like that's yeah. Or a lot of times she'd she'd come to me on the side and be like, "What happened?" And I'd be like, "I got a lot to tell you." Like you know, but it was one of those things. Yeah, a lot of those memories were like that. So you, Josh Allen, duck this time. Bullshit. You should have caught it. 
He always drops one pass a game. Yeah, but this is good. Let's see it. Good. Let's see it. He missed. Nah. Oh. Wide right. Again. He's having a that tough day. Right. Yeah. He's having a tough day. Yeah, it's your fault, Josh. How many times did he miss tonight? Two? I took a couple, yeah. He's usually money. That's crazy. How far was that one? Okay. I don't know. Far enough to be mad about. Damn. It's probably like look, maybe look 50 something. Look how close something. it was. This is how close it was. Ooh. Oh, oh just man. like the Super Bowl in 1990. Yeah, I remember that. Isn't dude That's such a prick? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> And you know what I will say? One of my memories, too, was always Kevin's, like, willingness to, like, help us out, too, right? Like, there was a lot of times when we were, like, in high school where Kevin – and I was talking about this with Ray on the ride over here where it was, like, you remember we could go out for lunch? And I would be, like, yo, Kev, I'm rolling with you. And he'd be, like, no problem. And that was crazy for us because Kevin was older and super popular, like, crazy right, popular, yeah, yeah. as everybody knows. And even, like, being seen in that car was yeah. cool. Well, it was an SUV. Um <laughs> But it was like he never tried to like do the thing where he was too cool for us, right? Well, you felt like there, there, there. there's a noticeable hierarchy within high school where you'd be like, oh, I don't fit into that. But this, this, with Brian and Kevin and just how they treated people were like, they would kind of, they'd clip you into a situation that you might have thought within the hierarchy of high school, all that stupid social shit where. But when you're going through it, you feel it. You, no, no, you, you. It's, it's real. It's yeah, about the it realest is, it's as real. it is, yeah. Yeah. and that's why we're talking about it. Fucking twenty years later, yep. that Kevin would grab somebody that, like, you know, yep. that you didn't feel would make the space according to the high school hierarchy, yeah, the rules. Yeah, basically just breaking the social rules yep. and making people feel good. He, Kevin was always been the a man. king of yeah. that, bro. Yeah, and always willing to sort of like. Let us be a part of that. And we just like, never saw it a, that way. A, a, a lot of that is the household too. Like, it, yeah, you man. Were saying, Fuck, you know, we like, can't talk enough about it. Yeah, dude. we. And you know what's crazy? This didn't just come around three weeks ago. We've been saying this shit for twenty years. That's like, what I was just saying a minute ago. I can't stress different. that enough, yeah. man. Please don't think that all this praise for the Cooney household and everything that you guys have done and put together. The 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 landscape and the attitude that you've put together. It, it's not just like. A recollection of Brian. It, this was this was something in our minds and our hearts way before you know Brian crazy, went too? to heaven. Seeing seeing all the people that were there the last week, like Aaron Webster, oh, people like yes. that fucking guy came down right? from Alaska, Alaska yeah. because he loves you guys and yeah. he loves Brian. Like yeah. that's a big deal, man. Yeah. So yeah, many. dude. Uh, so what's her name? Yes. Uh, the Brianna Gibson Brianna came with Gibson, Hawaii and shit. Yeah. That, yeah. Bro, I was like, I know you, and she's wow. like, Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I was like, Hawaii, and I was like, Hawaii, bitch. I don't know nothing about no Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> and then she kept talking. I was like, Are you Brianna Gibson? And she's like, Yes. And I was like, I have to walk away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was such a crazy disconnect. A Blew yeah. my mind, man. That was so Good cool. Tackle. That's a great tackle. Ugh. Wonderful human. Wonderful family, beautiful, blessed to be a part of anything you guys do, honestly. Yeah, like, you know, because you, you, you guys have talked about, like, uh, the family in such a positive way, like, before. Mm-hmm. Way like, before Brian, right? I can't stress that enough. Yeah. Like, I can't. Yeah, that This isn't like right. a, a sad thing happened and now everybody's just circling the wagon to tell a good story. Right. We told these good right. stories yeah. and we had this perspective of the household in Brian's heart. Way before he went away. Yeah, but but like before I even oh, knew Brian or knew of Brian, 
Like I had heard stories about his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, if you know me, bro, you've heard of this yeah. family. My God, I have a family. Mm-hmm. I have to fucking. I have to organize it a certain way. You have to have a goal of a certain vibe of a certain of a certain feeling in the living room, and it's always been yeah this yeah and like you know? like you can feel it as soon as you walk because like last Saturday was the first time I've ever been here. It's it the first time meeting Jim and Kathy. Yeah. And no like, shit. I yeah. didn't know that. And like Jim just gave me like the biggest fucking and I wanted to fucking cry. Jim yep. hugs, dog. We've been talking about it, bro. That shit is real, son. Yeah. I never got a hug at home growing up. Did you not? Never. Same. Shut your mouth. Same. Really? Never. Never. Was like, once until we moved away and came back. You, you now you're the king of hug hugs, man. Brought, yeah. That's oh, that's so you, badass, Jim. You, so cool. uh, Why do you think it was? Like, what yeah. was the, just the way that they sort of governed the land? Or, what, like, what do you think? Um, like, <laughs> I had, I was the youngest of four, and my sister Mary was the closest to me. And there was kind of like two households, the three older kids. They were all scholars and went to Walsh, I, you know, Archbishop Walsh mm-hmm. um, school. And Mary and I went to Allegheny. Losers. Kind of losers. <laughs> <laughs> the losers of the family. I get it. It's a story of my life, bro. Are you kidding me? But I think it was like that in every, not, or most households. Yeah. Sure. You know, in the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. I think that was just normal. Yeah. Or it was our normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Pops didn't know well, how to bring it in. No. I didn't see my dad a lot. He worked. He worked from uh, like... Three to midnight. Fuck, man, wow. so did you. So, you worked a lot, but you still got it together and gave hugs. Yeah. yeah. Ah, fuck, man. Yeah, Jim always worked a lot. I remember, you yeah. know, you were a really hard worker. Yeah. Your hours were crazy, too, because yeah. Jim would leave Paying super early. Yeah. yeah. In the morning, you would leave very early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I used to cut timber. I was a logger for a while, a couple of years. Yeah. Man, yeah, shit. Was, I right? love that. That <laughs> yeah, was, Yeah. Tough life. I'm sure. Yeah. Was that back in New York? Yeah. 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 Just before we moved here. Really? When you got this gig out here, were you like, this is easy, bro. I'll do this. You want me to do this for 30 years and you're going to pay me forever? I'm outside and I have my own truck. Yeah, right? I'm in. You got it. Yeah, easy day. Compared to logging. And I I figured 30 years, I'm done. I made it 28. Did you? Yeah, Yeah, man. 28. It's similar when I hear kids that are like, I'm not sure about the military. I'm like, my dude, you'd be done. Little little secret to all the young people. This shit flashes by in oh a quick, God. dude. It's like, gone. It I don't want to commit myself for twenty years. To, dude, you're gonna blink, and that yeah, twenty years 20 is gonna be over. Yes. So go ahead, and Jim, you can does, have another career. Does twenty eight years go by fast, or do you oh feel? Oh my good? God, so so fast. Really? So yeah. it's amazingly fast. That's crazy. Yeah. When yeah. I think back to how long I've been doing what I'm doing, I started at twenty two, going to school for it. 38 years old. It's yeah. freaking, no, that's wild, you know? Because yeah. you don't feel like you've been involved for that many years. Right. And then yeah. those kids come along, that it goes even faster. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those uncomfortable things where people say, where they're like, oh, you know, you're sitting with your babies and you're like, oh, I love them so much. And some old lady walks by and goes, hug them more. It happens quick. And yeah. you're like, well, you're the hundredth old lady to say that to <laughs> yeah. me. So it must not be bullshit. I didn't realize that till I became a father myself. You know, but yeah, it does, I guess. It's one of those things. But that's interesting. I didn't realize that about you, Jim, because you were always so, like, welcoming, you know? I wonder if a part of that is because of your own childhood and sort of, like... Yeah, it could be. You made a conscious effort. I missed it, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. 
Yeah, I really missed it. Yeah. Well, you and Kathy were always like. I was gonna say when I met Kathy, she was just always so loving and warm. Maybe that opened you up a little bit too. A lot. Yeah, my wife is the same way. Angels, man. Angels. Thank God. We live amongst angels, and some of us even married some. If you're lucky enough to get that right person, yes. I know. You look at it as like. And uh, my wife has sort of coached me on those things, you know? Mm -hmm. I got a lot of those values from my time with you guys. But just not having that when I was a young child or from my own personal family, there was always a hint of, like, oddness of that, too. Like, my dad was never like, hey, I'm proud of you, son. And so I think subconsciously you always work towards that in a weird roundabout way. I think so. Yeah. But now that I'm a dad, I'm like... I always, maybe too much. I'm like, you're so handsome. <laughs> you're, so handsome. <laughs> you're a winner, yeah. boy. Yeah. yeah, It doesn't take much to be for me to be like, you see that? You know, like yeah. he lost oh, a tooth yeah. and I was proud of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most natural, easiest, yeah. oh, no effort yeah, shit sure. ever. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's true. I think I'm the opposite of that. So and a lot of that, to your point, Jim, it sort of stems yeah. from our childhood possibly where, you know, yeah. you have a deficit and you sort of make up for it when you have the opportunity. Yeah. Yes, game over. That's it. That's oh, it, boys. Flag. That's it. Flag. 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 Oh, Why is dude so happy to say flag right now? Somebody <laughs> asked. Oh, man. Yeah, right? Well, let's see what that means. What are they doing? Ay, 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 ay. One more down. One more. One more chance. I think it's just for TV. <laughs> yeah. So what's going to happen? Are we going to win or are we going to lose? We're going to lose. Oh, fuck that. Pop. Listen to him go. Okay, grabbed him a little bit. Grabbed him. Kevin got a ticket no on more time or a clock left. The Giants oh are losing 9-14 and have the ball at the Marley. 1. Get his ass. Nope. No. Nope. There it is. There it is. There it is. Wow. Done and done. Crazy way to end that Done and done. That's what I'm talking about. Good ending. Good ending. A fun ending. And, Jim, you recorded that one so you can watch it all back. Yes. Oh, well, I hope. It, <laughs> that's crazy. It, it probably stopped recording like half hour oh. ago, you know. That's like shit. Let's go. Let's go. Damn. Oh, man. oh my god. You going to turn that's on that crazy. ticket, Kev? Is that at the M? Where are we going, bro? Oh, you just did a big uh, South Point. Okay, he went old school. <laughs> I love it. South Coast, 24 hours sports book cuz I went at 2 a.m. And B was rolling with me. I felt him. Uh, I was I was fucking driving, right? And I was like, something hit my shoulder. I'm like, okay. That's B. Right there it me. is. Oh, he was holding then, the whole uh, way. That's how he did it. Wow. Winner. Winner. South Point. Who said South Coast? Was that you, bro? South Coast. So you're Wales. Yeah. So you say Bell's Mall still, right? Oh, bro. You're one of those guys? I love oh, he was being held. He was holding him the whole way. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, he, a win is a win, I guess, huh? So the refs beat the Giants. Wow. They also gave him another chance. Did. Yeah, that's true. The second one. There we go. Enjoy second place. <laughs> you hear what a prick he is? It's the best. Oh, man. That's a good Oh, bro. They can have that right. one because B was watching. That's all right. Exactly right. Yes, yes. That was yep. with yes. us. Oh. <laughs> yes. 
right? But this is uh, this has been super fun and a bit cathartic, but very very enjoyable. Um, you can't let Fun Uncle die. No, it's got to keep going. I'll continue it. I think it needs to go on the road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we can come. We'll do uh, in the party bus and go. We'll do a Silverado parking lot one day. Man, talk about Utah parking lot the next day. Let's go. We can all watch the uh, the Dolphins in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Buffalo before that. I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, thank you guys so much for uh, welcoming us into your home and allowing us to record and, you know, say nice things about Brian because he's the fucking man. Thank you for raising such a beautiful man inside and out. Um, We all love you. We all love Brian. And uh, we'll be back here to record another one. Yes, anytime. Anytime. But uh, for right now, we're going to go ahead and sign off. Um, The recording schedule probably be a little weird until we figure out, like, you know, when we can get everybody together. Uh, But uh, the podcast isn't dying. We'll keep it going. And a bunch of uh, different guests, different new faces. And we'll talk to you guys later. Love you, B. Woo, woo, woo. Love you, B. Hey, sir.